Service. It's Welcome to Health. Greatest Grains and the Welcome to Health Center bring you Dr. Kurt Rexroth, chiropractor and clinical nutritionist. Dr. Rexroth is here to answer your questions about chiropractic, nutrition, or healthy weight loss. So give Dr. Rexroth a call at 344-1420, or you can find him online at welcometohealth.com. And now here's Dr. Kurt Rexroth. Good morning, Quad Cities. It's a great day out, and I want you to all get out there and enjoy it. Um, lots of things happening. Uh, we, you know, one of the things I really love about the Quad Cities is the quality of entertainment we have. We've got music venues. We've got a, an incredible symphony orchestra. I would encourage you to look into that if you, if you love the uh, symphonic music. They are just absolutely fantastic. We've got great jazz in the Quad Cities. I mean, one of the uh, greatest minds of music in all times, Bix Beiderbeck, was was uh, born in Davenport, and we've got a great festival there. And uh, I just encourage you to look into that because getting out, uh, you know, getting away from the television, getting out with people and dancing and having a great time is just such a good and healthy thing to do. And uh, now that you can go to a, a venue where you can dance and actually not be overcome and choked out with smoke is just a wonderful thing, too. So, you know, get out there and take advantage of it. It's really a, a great opportunity. You know, along with all the entertainment, the great entertainment we have here in the Quad Cities, also we have a great health community. Uh, we've got people who are supporting you in terms of giving you information and things. And one of the places is, of course, Greatest Grains, but another is the Welcome to Health Center. Over in Moline, across from Kmart on the Avenue of the Cities, formerly 23rd Avenue, um, is there for you. I mean, the information that we give out every week at our Tuesday evening seminar, it's a ostensibly a weight loss seminar. But, you know, how important is that these days when every third person is actually in the obese category and every second person is in the overweight category? Um, you know, it's, it's important to get those things taken care of. So avail yourself of the Tuesday evening 6.30 seminar at the Welcome to Health Center, and you're going to find information that you will just be astonished with. It all makes sense. It's science-based. We give you the research right there in the seminar to show you, you know, why we are recommending the things we are recommending. Uh, we take special cases. We've got people with all kinds of different conditions that would complicate the issue, except we've dealt with them and we understand most of the issues that come in to the point where we can help you also. So if you've got complications and you think you might want to uh, take some of the weight off, uh, please stop in at the 630 seminar. You know, one of the things that kind of amazes me is that there's so much disinformation out there about weight loss. Uh, there was an article a couple of years ago, 2013, in the New England Journal of Health, New England Journal of Medicine, excuse me, uh, and they they emphasized, a, a group of scientists, about 12 scientists, emphasized that there are so many opinions out there about weight loss, and yet the opinions that are out there are not based in science primarily. But, now you, you can answer this question, if you were a business person and your sole goal was to earn money, would you sell a product that was uh, validated by science, or would you sell a product that was in line with public opinion about how to do something. Well, if you were a business person focused just on making money, you better know you better sell the product that is aligned with public opinion, right? Because those are going to be your customers. So sell it to them, whether it works or not. If they believe it, you sell it to them. Well, that's exactly what the weight loss industry does. 
And so what we have focused on at the Welcome to Health Center is we have focused on the fact that there is science, as these these doctors in the New England Journal of Medicine emphasize, there is science on weight loss. And the wonderful thing is that our program falls right in line with these scientists that say, yes, this is the most successful kind of weight loss program. This one is, you know, if you do this, you're more likely to succeed. Of course, there's no absolute in this because it depends a lot on the person who's doing the program. But you're more likely to succeed if you take this particular course. And we follow that. In fact, one of the things that we just um, we found out we were in line with, we've been doing it. One of the things we have uh, realized is that we do not recommend exercise during a weight loss program. Well, I can hear you right now. What? No exercise during a weight loss program? Everybody knows that you have to have exercise to lose weight. Well, apparently everybody doesn't know that because there's been a huge study uh, that was just published in the uh, very prestigious magazine, Scientific American, that says that no. And this is what it looks like. This is, this is kind of great. Uh, what they did was they said, okay, let's compare two populations. Because if you just compare individuals, you don't get broad spectrum data. So let's say, let's just compare two populations of the human species and compare the activity levels and compare how much, many calories are burned. Well, they compared a tribe in Africa that the men spend all day long running in a hunting mode. They have their bows and arrows and they're hunting all kinds of different species, orangutans, you know, zebra, etc. And they are running eight hours, even 12 hours a day sometimes in order to bring food back to their uh, village. And um, they... Uh, Apparently, you know, they should be, you know, burning an incredible amount of calories, massive quantities of calories. But they compared that group with the sedentary, you know, New York executives sitting in the seat, you know, pouring over law books or or advertising agencies, et cetera. They compared those those people who are physically active all day long with the person sitting in their office in a chair. And they found out that they burn the person in the chair actually burns more calories. Now, that seems nuts. But if you go back to physiology, it's really interesting because when you go back to a property of physiology called, called basal, basal metabolic rate and you compare what we burn just keeping ourselves alive with what we burn if we're incredibly physically active, there is a there is not much difference. <laughs> it's kind of like this. About 80 to 90% of the calories or the energy we burn every day, that means the food we intake, we turn that food into um, burnable energy so our cells can burn the, the food and turn it into active energy. 80 to 90% of the energy that we burn every day we would burn if we were sitting on the couch doing absolutely nothing, not even having the television on to get us excited about anything. In deep meditation, we would still burn 80 to 90% of the calories we burn, even if we were active or whether we're just sitting around. That's called basal metabolic rate. That means the amount of energy required just to keep us alive. Now, what does that mean? That pretty much means that we are very, very efficient 
in our activity calorie consumption. Namely, the energy we burn in activity is very small because our bodies are extremely good at carrying out activities. Walking requires almost no no calories. I mean, what are we doing? We're shifting from side to side just, you know, a little bit and we're swinging our leg forward and supporting ourselves until it goes behind us and then picking it up again and swinging it forward. And it's an extraordinarily efficient means of transportation, walking. Running, pretty efficient too. Doesn't require an incredible amount of energy, apparently, because we can do it for long periods and not, in fact, there's a comparison. You know how much we have to run before we actually burn the energy of one pound of fat? A marathon. 27 miles. A marathon is required in order to burn one pound of fat. Now, I don't know about you, but I really don't want to run a marathon. <laughs> I mean, some of you out there, I know some of you are really into that stuff, you know, and more power to you. Excellent. I'm not sure how good it is to your, for your health. The first marathon runner, the, one, the Greek who ran from Marathon to uh, Athens to declare the victory of, of the Athenians, you know, and, and that, that particular was the most famous marathon, of course. And what happened to that gentleman? He gave the message and he died. So, you know, I'm not sure if that's a good start or not, but it was an amazing, amazing run. Don't get me wrong, but he ran the race. He died and that made him even more famous, of course. But um, anyway, one pound of fat burned in a marathon and that's just not enough for most people. Most people have like, uh, you know, 40 to 100 pounds to lose. Uh, please don't go out and run marathons. You'll probably kill yourself. But um, that's uh, what is required. And this article mentions something. It's a famous saying, apparently, that I had never heard before. You can't outrun a bad diet. That's it. You cannot outrun a bad diet. And that is so true. Um, the, in fact, you all know people. Okay, here it is. If you, especially if you go to the gym, you see these uh, people. Um, very often, they're ladies who are concerned about their looks, et cetera. We get people in our, in our clinic all the time that tell us this story. But these people go to the gym almost every day and they are on the elliptical machine or on the treadmill for an hour and a half. And they exercise, exercise, exercise in hopes of losing just a little more weight. You know, all I need is that last 10 pounds and I would be happy, they say. But they work like crazy in order to lose that extra 10 pounds and it just won't come off and they get so frustrated but you ask, well, why are you continuing to do this then? And they say, I'm scared to death that I'll gain 50 pounds if I don't exercise like this. I've got to burn those calories off. And we have to tell you that the research has shown for quite a while, this basal metabolic research, and now this new article in Scientific American shows you right now that doesn't work. In fact, one of the things we emphasize over and over again on this program is how smart the body is. I mean, there are other healthcare practitioners who emphasize how stupid the body is. So you've got to take medication for absolutely anything. You can't even get over a cold without taking medication. You better take medication for the flu because if you don't, you know, you're going to probably really have problems and it's going to last for so long. Well, we've shown last week that that's just completely false. Your immune system is ultimately what takes care of colds and flus anyway. Any medication you take slows down your immune system. 
It puts your immune system to sleep. It reduces the fever, which is there to do two things, to slow the viruses down and to the fever incubates immune cells to attack the viruses. We talked about that last week. We talked about how um, hot water and, and, and washing your throat with hot water repeatedly slows the viruses down, takes them away from the infected area so they can't reinfect cells, et cetera, and it is helpful in the uh, destruction of, of this invasion that we are under with the flu. Many of you out there right now have the flu. It's been a horrible year for the flu. Uh, but get that hot water going, gargle, swallow, get it going. But the body is so stupid, according to the pharmaceutical company advertisements, but we know it's not. The body is exactly what gets you over these different ailments. It's the only thing that gets you over these ailments. And please don't slow it down because it's dangerous to slow it down. But let's go back. Because when, we, when it comes to the weight loss, the body is so smart that if you exercise, you know, just pour it on every single day for an hour and a half, the body says, well, I guess that person's probably going to be doing this tomorrow too and maybe the next day and the next day and the next day. I better store lots of energy in order to get ready for that. And what's the most efficient way to store energy? Well, the most efficient way to store long-term energy is fat. Another way is to store glycogen, which is to turn sugar into glycogen so that you can burn it quickly in the muscles, etc. That's probably the main source. But the one thing it's not going to do is not going to let go of energy stored if it expects that you're going to need it over the next week of exercise, exercise, exercise. The body is smart when it comes to these things, not stupid. It's not just a formula, calories in, calories out, calories in, calories out. It's not like that. If you try to starve yourself, one of the first things that happens after you've lost about 35 pounds is that the body says, no more. This is dangerous. You're going to wither away. We're going to start slowing you down, the metabolism down. We're going to start making it harder for you to lose weight, and you plateau. You've got to support the body with the best nutrition possible if you want it to keep losing weight. Okay, so exercise just doesn't work when it comes to that kind of thing. Basal metabolic rate is the same. Now, let's go back to the study, Scientific American Study, because when it comes to this, the office worker actually burned more calories than the hunter-gatherer who ran all day. Now, what about the women in the tribe? The women who stayed home and took care of the children and cooked and, you know, skinned the animals and made the clothes, etc., they were busy all day, too, in the uh, African culture, and the women who were at home, they tried to equalize the study. They were home doing their thing in the modern world, you know, watching soap operas and, uh, you know, with modern conveniences and all of this stuff. They both burned exactly the same number of calories. Okay. And it turns out that the human species, no matter where you are in the world, burns roughly the same number of calories every day, because remember, they're just keeping themselves alive with those calories. They burn the same number of calories every day, no matter what they're doing, no matter where in the world. Now, one of the very interesting things about this study was they actually compared us human beings with other species of primates. Remember, primates are those other species that look a lot like human beings but aren't, like gorillas, chimpanzees, orangutans, these types of things, you know, they have the, 
the prehensile thumb. They have the, the incredibly flexible shoulders that have this huge range of motion because, you know, you got to swing through trees and climb things and et cetera, et cetera. So these other primates, they compared them. And, and you would think, okay, now here it is, chimpanzees. How much stronger are chimpanzees than human beings? Major stronger. But how much stronger is a gorilla than a human being? I mean, a gorilla could literally walk up to any human being and literally rend them ring, limb from limb, right? I mean, very easily, just tear them apart, no problem at all. Okay, so let's compare the human metabolism with the gorilla. The gorilla burns about half the number of calories that we do. Maintaining, even this silverback, you know, this huge gorilla burns about half the number of calories. And it turns out that one of the biggest consumers of calories in the human body is the brain. We have this huge brain compared to all these other species, and it is the thing that burns the calories. So it makes it a very interesting study when you compare the human, human physiology and human calorie consumption to other species. We burn more than the chimpanzee. We burn quite a bit more than the orangutan. As agile as they are in the trees and as much climbing they do, you know, hauling their, um, they're pretty big animals, hauling themselves up and down trees, swinging from branch to branch, doing the, the, uh, the uh, orangutan Tarzan thing all day long, they still burn less even than the gorilla does. So this is a very, very interesting revelation because what we do at the Welcome to Health Center as far as weight loss is concerned is we really focus on giving people the nutrition they need to be most efficient at burning fat. We are very insistent that we preserve muscle. And going into full ketosis, go on the Internet and look it up. Go look up ketosis and uh, muscle retention or ketosis and preservation of muscle. You'll find that a ketosis frame of calorie burning is one of the biggest things that preserves muscle mass. The protocol that we use is very carefully tuned to make sure you have everything you need to maintain fat loss through those what are called plateaus. Usually that's about 35 pounds. You go right through the plateau, you shatter it, you go right through it and down to your goal weight, whether that's you know, um, 40 pounds, 50, 100 pounds, 120 pounds. Recently, one of our dieters uh, broke all the way through the 100-pound barrier to 120 pounds and didn't pause once. That's what you call a healthy diet because the body, remember how smart the body is. The body is so smart that if it feels threatened, it will start to defend itself against whatever behavior you've got. All right. So if you are on a weight loss plan and you feel like you've plateaued, you need a different plan because your body feels threatened. You need to do something different. It, it won't hurt you a bit to come to our free, absolutely free, no charge. In fact, no pressure even. Uh, we're kind of apologetic about pressure. You know, we just don't like it. We don't like it ourselves. We don't put it on other people. You can attend that seminar absolutely gratis free. And it's at thir- on Tuesday night at 6.30, and just hear the information. Because if after hearing the information, 
you aren't convinced that this is a diet for you, then that's fine. We have no problem with that. We, we respect your choices far more than anything else. So we invite you. We want you to be there. We will welcome you with open arms, and we will make sure that you understand these things we've been talking about. We've been talking about a, an amazing, amazing article in Scientific American that basically says that basal metabolic rate rules and you burn 80 to 90 percent of your calories just keeping yourself alive. So if you're going to lose weight, you've got to push yourself away from the table and consume fewer calories. Exercise, as you will see if you come to our 630 seminar, actually promotes the loss of muscle. And that's one thing you never want to lose. Muscle is the primary indication of survivability in any healthcare crisis. You've almost got to waste away, waste your muscle away before you die. And in many cases, cachexia it's called. But get to the seminar, 6.30, Tuesday night, and we'll help you get on track. 